0: WalkCast is a member of the Alberta Podcast Network powered by ATB. Support for WalkCast also comes from donations raised through Patreon. To donate to journalism with urbanism at its core, check out the link in the show's bio.
1: of, um, like when you watch The Sixth Sense and you realize that he's a ghost, that whole movie's different. Like you're like, of course he's a ghost. This whole time it's so obvious. Uh, And it's sort of like that for me. I can't unsee it. I can't, I can't go for a walk in Calgary anymore without being enraged. It's exhausting.
0: Until you pay attention to walkability and accessibility, it's hard to see why these things matter. But once you do, it's hard to ignore the shortcomings. You start to see them everywhere. That's exactly what happened in our next story. Recently, a guy met a new friend who happens to be in a wheelchair. The two live in Calgary, where it often snows. So the guy and his new friend get to talking about how they get around in the city in the winter. And suddenly the guy, who's able-bodied and walks about, can't stop seeing his city's streets through his new friend's eyes. What works for him when it comes to snow removal on sidewalks and other measures to keep the city walkable when snow flies clearly won't work for his friend. So he suddenly gets it. And just as suddenly, he begins calling for change. Indeed, the story seems to suggest the best way to think about walkability and accessibility is to walk a mile in someone else's shoes. Have a listen.
1: my name is mike morrison i'm a writer here in calgary alberta and we are exploring the area of kensington and sunnyside today
0: tell me what's happening and you've been tweeting about it so just <laughs> tell me in your words what you've seen happening this winter and i don't know if it's a new thing or an ongoing thing but i mean yeah.
1: it's it's not a new thing a lot of people um you know this was one of the snowiest Februarys in 50 years and we got a lot of snow in march already but um this issue is not a new thing and for me it was a, a friend i met a friend in a wheelchair his name's Nabil, and he sort of just lifted the veil for me and now that i see it i can't unsee it um as we're walking you know you're stepping on these giant chunks of ice uh and we're at a calgary transit bus stop why is there here is a perfect example so how uh, so what- Cal- What are we
0: looking at here? So
1: we're standing at a Calgary bus stop, um, a block from the C train. So ideally a place with people who, you know, need access to good transit would use. And so what happens is, Calgary Transit, which which works separately from the city of Calgary, comes and if we're lucky, this is a lucky bus stop because they've actually cleared it. But all they've done is pushed it onto the city sidewalk uh, in an attempt to get it into the park. But obviously, um, there's like if you were in a wheelchair, you would not be able to pass where we are right now. Or if you were using a walker, you would not feel safe. And this. It's so frustrating because, one, this is city, we're on city property right now, so the city's supposed to have cleared it. Two, a city department, Calgary Transit, has pushed snow blocking it. Uh, And three, you can report it, but it goes to the bottom of the list. And so as soon as it starts snowing again in Calgary, it resets the seven-day cycle, and we just end up trapped. And so you were, you were meeting this guy, Nabil, it was? Yeah, Nabil, yeah. He, um, is a, he's an advocate for accessibility. Uh, you know, in, in the winter, he works downtown in an office, and in the winter, he can barely access his office, you know, and it's, he uses Calgary Transit's access, and here he we're now stepping in giant puddles of city-owned sidewalks that they're supposed to clear and clearly have not uh, <laughs> um, And so he sort of showed it to me last year, and honestly, it's sort of... Um, like, when you watch The Sixth Sense and you realize that he's a ghost, that whole movie's different. Like, you're like, of course he's a ghost. This whole time, it's so obvious. Uh, and it's sort of like that for me. I can't unsee it. I can't, I can't go for a walk in Calgary anymore without being enraged. It's exhausting. So your, your Twitter
0: feed has become, uh, has become interesting to watch. So just tell me what you've been doing on Twitter, and then some of the reaction you've been getting.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's been interesting. At first, uh, here in Calgary, we have to... uh, Citizens are expected to shovel their own sidewalks. We have 24 hours to do it. Uh, If you don't, uh, you can get reported. But even then, it's a week or two till City comes. And even then, you might get a ticket... To the city will come clear it, but you'll get a ticket. I, I haven't seen that happen anywhere yet this winter. So, um, and so I just started pointing it out, and um, you know, at first I was mad about people doing their sidewalks, and really the the people directed the conversation and was like, well, what's the point in doing our sidewalks if the city's not going to do theirs? Uh, and that's when you start looking around and realizing, uh, you know, walking here to meet meet you, most of the sidewalks are done um, that are. The citizens' responsibility. It's the it's the city's responsibility. Sidewalks that aren't done, that are filled with ice, that um, are dangerous. And and really, the system's so flawed because what uh, left? Uh, what good does it do um, for us to have clear sidewalks if if the, you know this here is pretty clear, sort of clear, but then you get here and you uh, to this intersection that's owned by the city, and it's a deep puddle filled with ice. So what's the point of doing one if the other part's not going to be done anyway right and so why is this happening like
0: I I get the sense that there's a difference uh, in how the city approaches snow clearing here (laughs) versus maybe
1: Edmonton or other places but um I mean it's interesting how just a little poking has sort of exposed how many problems there are which is a frustrating thing it shouldn't you know I get notes from accessibility advocates being like oh no one's ever talked about like this before thank you and I, that, that's very nice, but I've just tweeted like it shouldn't be that easy to take apart uh, and point out the. I mean, I'm not a city employee, and I'm not, I'm not management, I'm not an engineer, you know. But some, some really, I think exposing the basics of it and the decency, and I mean, we can talk about accessibility is an issue that canadians don't really talk about and i was not on my radar at all until uh Nabeel sort of put it you know on my radar and so i appreciate that not everyone is there yet i'm learning as i go too um but uh but I think it's just going to be an issue that more and more people start talking about. I do believe it's the next human rights issue, um, because we're all going to. That's the other thing. We're all going to need safe access someday. We're all, maybe you're thinking we're young and we're able to walk right now, but someday we're going to be old. Like, yeah, it's. So yeah.
0: And what what happens? Uh, like, Nabil, is he? What what does he do when when these things are happening? What?
1: I mean, I, I for the most part, these people are trapped in their homes. You know, they don't come. You know, I. We, we aren't able to show yeah well I wanted to show you this is frustrating because I wanted to show you this area this intersection here which has the ramps designed for blind people um, you know with the studs the yellow studs so you can feel it and this is well I mean it's not great but this is the first time you've been able to see the yellow in four or five months um, and this is a brand new intersection that they've done and it's well now here he Nabil wouldn't be able to make it through this puddle Sorry. like I just stepped in no it's okay. fine uh, <laughs> um But that, I mean, the question I kept asking the city was, what's the point in spending money? Because money often comes up. So you spend money, a couple hundred thousand dollars, to build these new intersections that you can't use for six months of the year. So one department said, hey, accessibility is important. Let's build these yellow ramps. And another department just comes and covers them with snow. And I mean, like, I'm frustrated. In a way, I'm a bit frustrated because I want you to see how bad they were. But uh, in another way, I'm happy that they're done. So... I mean, done, covered in giant puddles. So yeah, you, so melted. You wouldn't, you wouldn't want your granny to walk through that. But so like a few days ago, that, that puddle of water was... You wouldn't be able to... You didn't know there was yellow here. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that was all winter. Yeah. And there um, were narrow passages. So you wouldn't be able to sort of walk. You would have to turn your body, like an able-bodied person. So you picture someone on crutches. You picture a granny. You picture any of those sorts of things.
0: And so, when your friend is sort of trapped at home, what does that mean like uh, beyond beyond just that sucking, what does that mean for him?
1: Well, I mean, I think for anyone it's it's mental health thing, and i mean he hasn't he hasn't expressed this to me. you know we really just talk about the snow removal, but um when I think about Oh, in, in Calgary, it's cold for five days. And people are like, oh, like, I need to get out of the house. I'm getting cabin fever. I'm like, yeah, that's what, like, 15% of the population goes through for six months. You know, that's what our grandparents go through, or our friends in wheelchairs. Like, we are lucky we are able to get in our cars and leave. Um, a lot of people can't even get to their cars. and Or they can't, you know, um, they can't get to the bus stops. Like, that's crazy to me. So, Calgary Transit a few times, this winter tweeted, like, our buses can't stop on hills, so meet us at the top or bottom. And you're like, like, what? Like, that's not an acceptable answer. Like, that's not an acceptable solution. If you think of who's taking transit, there's a giant portion of that group that's not perfectly able-bodied or they're taking transit for a reason. Um, and now you're telling them, and I just think about my grandmother. She, I don't want my granny to walk, to, if a bus can't make it up a hill... My granny certainly cannot make it up a hill. We all have grannies or we all have aunts or uncles, and that's all I'm passionate about is getting people to think about maybe it doesn't affect them immediately right now, but it will someday. Yeah.
0: Um, say you were given the power to make some change, where would you start?
1: Well, it's, it's interesting because it does come down to money a lot. People are like, oh, it's expensive. But there are, I think there are solutions. I mean, again, I'm not an engineer, but there are solutions that might not involve money immediately um for example not uh, let's walk into a residential neighborhood here um ha- not having plows push snow into crosswalks um uh you know memorial drive has this, has this major crosswalk right by the peace bridge that people in Sunnyside side and kensington use to get to work downtown you can barely access it right now because the city crews have come and pushed snow into it so fine you're, uh, the city of calgary um on their app has told me that crosswalks are the lowest of priorities. Um, fine, fine if you think that. Terribly wrong. But then can you at least not push snow into them? Like, can you help us out a bit? Yeah. Uh, so it's things like that. Um, and I mean, I think the, seven, this, the city of Calgary's plan seems to be based on best-case scenario. Well, it's can't, like people are like, it's a winter city. Um, yeah, it is a winter city. Well, here we are residential so residential is pretty clear but then we get to the city part uh we're on a neighborhood where they don't really plow the roads um and so now we're trapped here so so just describe
0: what we're looking at
1: here uh we're looking at probably two months worth of snow and ice packed down um and so often people will say oh well you're so angry about tweeting photos like why don't you shovel it there's no possible way i could shovel this and the city's (laughs) snow removal strategy shouldn't be me walking around with a shovel um and so this will this will take a you know we're getting a chinook here in a few days this won't melt this will take two weeks to melt probably um and i think about someone on a walker i think about um this is the other thing too a lot of people um appreciate this issue once they have a stroller once they become parents then they realize and you see you're seeing these complaints about from parents saying like yeah i'm trapped in my house because i can't take you know and so we have these new parents who um, were saying, "Get out, get exercise, take care of your mental health, and they can't so it's like it's all these mixed messages, but the solution is all of us working on snow removal together in in Edmonton
0: we see um, we see a lot from the top the rhetoric is about walkability and, and urbanism and then on the on the ground the, the road work crews that are uh, you know putting in stuff they, they close sidewalks very quickly they they don't put in detours yep. it seems like there's a disconnect between what we're saying that we want and what we get so why is that similar here and and why is that happening do you think
1: um it does happen i do find like if if there's construction crew and you can sort of point it out be like hey why isn't there sidewalk here honestly in the next day or two after that the city will go it doesn't seem to be something that just something that people think about and you're right we are building that calgary especially is building all these um, like pedestrian-oriented communities, and uh, you know, drive. We have a condo that doesn't have parking. You know, all these things, and then, but we don't follow through. You know, and so it's we we have these vision, and I, I think it's thanks to counselors like Drew Farrell and um, you know Evan Woolley, and certainly some of them that are more urban focused. But I do think it comes down to. Um, a lot of people aren't pedestrians, and a lot of people aren't cyclists, and a lot of people don't live downtown, and so it's not on their radar. But um, that's where I sort of found um, people connect with the issue when you start talking about accessibility. I mean, here we have in front of us a lady walking on a cane, and, um, you know, one fall and- she could be out for a while, or you know, I met someone yesterday who had a broken elbow, uh, and so now she has wires in her arm for the rest of her life because she fell on ice in Calgary. You know that that's not normal. Um, I think a lot of Calgarians think it's normal. Um, it's not. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: are you going to be the like sort of uh, leader
1: on this one for the <laughs> like
0: the next while, or is is anyone going to like is it going to be you, or is it going to be someone else?
1: Um, I mean. Uh, this one's funny because people might know me on Twitter, you know, for being... I, I care about social issues and stuff like that, but it's not my job. I have a, <laughs> I have another job. Um, and this one I didn't think... This one I sort of thought was easy, so the hostility I got back and the anger I got back actually sort of caught me off guard.
0: Tell, tell me about the hostility.
1: Uh, Just, I mean, maybe it bug more people. Maybe I have a thicker skin, but... Uh, <laughs> Hello. I mean, I think the lady we just passed she tur- probably turned around there because yeah. it's not safe from that point on. Um, so, uh, you know, just people saying, like, go shovel it yourself or, uh, fine, you, I don't want to spend my tax dollars on that. Spend- if you're so rich, you should spend your money, stuff like that. Uh, and I think if you're asking, if-, if you're accusing a blogger of being rich, I don't know <laughs> which argument you have. Uh, <laughs> um, so... I. It was funny because my sort of plan Was to take a break from Controversy Oh thank you um, Was to take a break from controversy And this became controversial And I, I still don't understand why I still don't understand why people Think um, Climbing over giant curbs of ice a week after it snows in a major part of the town or an area that's deemed residential um, is normal.
0: Well, it looks like we've come to the end of our walk again. WalkCast is a member of the Alberta Podcast Network, and it's all powered by ATB. They even have a bank for musicians now in downtown Edmonton. You should check it out one podcast on the alberta podcast network i think you should also check out is the well endowed podcast by the edmonton community foundation on this month's episode the show speaks with the honorable anne mcclellan who's the chair of the task force on cannabis legalization don't miss that one thanks for listening everyone